0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Legion's Live stream, episode number 251, the 29th of February. Where'd the music go? 2020. Welcome, everyone. I am Alex on Marsh, with as always is Brett, heathen dog, Garissima.
1: Hello, everyone. I hope we find you well on this beautiful leap day. That's right. This day either happens or doesn't happen, depending on your philosophy of leaping things. I don't know I don't I I personally don't have an opinion. I'm just pissed off that uh, there's an extra day in this month that ruins my budget. That's basically all I care. How does it ruin your budget? And there's an extra day to account for expenditures. I suppose so, but it's a shorter month than all the other ones. I mean It's still. I mean that, that I just just doesn't I don't get it. I I usually count on this month to actually be, you know, much less than the others because of the much shorter days. But uh, now there's an extra day, so it's not as much less as before. That's it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. I'm 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 very frugal with my finances.
0: That's good. It's important to be frugal with your finances.
1: Yes. But what oh, we're sp- not frugal with is entertainment. Oh. There you go. We <laughs> give that away like like it's going out of style. That's right. But it's not.
0: That's right. All right. Today's segments He the Doggies, He the Dogma, Tabletop Fundamentals, Star Trek Adventures, The System, Part One.
1: Yes, today we are going to talk about uh, the D20 system. I'm focusing on the D20 system because not a lot of people know about it. And it's new information, so I'm going to do most of the day today on that. Then I'm going to get in a little bit of uh, of, of detail about uh, Star Trek Adventures in particular. But uh, it's the week after next where I'm going to get into combat, movement, ship combat, all that good stuff.
0: All right. To Garthas Comic Pull, we're going to talk about Shazam number 11. The Amazing Spider-Man number 40 and Batman Curse of the White Knight number seven. Nice. And then in the RNG segment. I'm gonna talk about a game I've played through or played Atelier Riza, Ever Darkness, and the Secret Hideout. Atelier Riza, search for the longer subtitle. And uh, good game, some pacing issues. I just gave away the whole review, but we'll talk about that later. It'll be fun. <laughs> nice. But for more information. All right, here, here it is, kids. So today's giveaway, we're going to give you a Robothorium. Uh, it's a strategy roguelike where you play robots who are attempting uh, attempting to climb the tree of Ysgard in order to become the new Norse gods. Uh, what? You could be Robo-Odium, uh, Robo-Hymdallium, <laughs> or robo Siphium, I think. Oh, you think?
1: <laughs> okay. I don't think any of that's real.
0: I haven't well, played it, the robot. but I'm assuming...
1: Okay, you're assuming. Well, no. What it actually, uh, Max actually streamed it last year, for a while. But uh, what it is is, uh, you are you're a bunch of robots, and you have you're like a mercenary group, uh, a loose confederation mercenary group, I think. And uh, you, you take jobs, you get money, and uh, depending on what faction you side with, uh, you're either robots for humans or robots for robots. Down with the humans. You know, and and uh, th- that's the that's the story part. You know, if, if you get in good with a certain faction, you get aligned with their values. But uh, the main uh, day uh, day to day scene to scene stuff is a turn based combat type scenario where you are exploring a space station, AKA dungeon, and uh, you you go and uh, find your objective, uh, bring back your objective to the ship. Uh, you have you have a certain amount of resources. That, uh if you de- if you delve too far in the ship you'll run out of say energy or oxygen or whatever and then you you know fail so you so you, so you don't have to do so, so don't don't do that yeah but uh yeah uh you, you get to choose where to go it's a, it's a procedural type thing where I believe each uh each space station is randomly generated so no two stations are the same. And uh, you will, you will of course face enemies to, uh, depending on what faction you are, or just depending on what station you're in. There'll be a set number of faction enemies there. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, the 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 storyline. I did not expect it to be as strong as it was because these these turn-based games are usually the the, the uh, you know your your choices don't really matter. You're just going to progress through the story the same way every time. But in this one, your your faction alignments matter to progress the story. So I thought that was pretty cool. All
0: right. Sounds good. So stay tuned for that. When we give away Robothorium today, sometime on the live stream. And starting soon, starting Friday, he, the dog and Max Leo team up. They wonder powers activate.
1: If you're a robot, why you need oxygen to catalyze ingredients? There you go. Yeah. I I, I could be wrong about the oxygen thing, but they, they, they give you, they give you a time limit. There's some, some some kind of thing that runs out, so you can't just explore every single room everywhere. Maybe
0: it's battery power. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's
1: battery. I don't know. Anyway,
0: he the dog and Max Leo team up for on with and the Deuce. Ooh, yes, it's two? dual. It's co-streamed. Co-streamed. Right. Deep Rock Galactic co-stream with subscribers Fridays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Time. Deep Rock Galactic danger darkness dwarves drinking danger. That's right. I said Danger twice. That's danger Actually,
1: it uh, it, I didn't know how fun it was going to be. Now, uh, to you can play it for free this weekend. Yes. Yes, it's, it's downloadable for free this unless weekend. Because you, they're having,
0: unless this weekend is after
1: the February 29th, 2020. Fair enough. But uh, uh, they're having their two-year anniversary. And it's also on sale after this weekend if you want to keep playing it. It's uh, 50% off. Normally, it's twenty nine ninety nine. And right now, until I believe March twelfth, it's fourteen ninety nine.
0: So enjoy and pick up. And if you're subscribed, you could join Legion Myth. That would be fun. Yes. Stream schedule: Sunday, nine p.m. All times are in Central Time because reasons. Looter Silver Star story complete with Garthon retro stream. Fun old JRPG. Watch me cry. Monday, eleven a.m. is Seven Days to Die. And at 8 p.m. is Don't Starve Together. Oh, that is not right. Well, the picture says uh, Dead by Daylight.
1: Yeah, the picture is correct, and the, uh, the title is wrong. So, yes, it's also Dead by Daylight, yes.
0: See, I missed that when I was checking the slides because the text is different than the picture. Anyway. Yeah, I so, missed that, too, because... we just I... looked at the pictures because we're yep. dumb. Yep, that's it. Because we are children. Yes, the 12th is Razor, right? Razor agrees with you. Good. Fine. Wednesday, eleven AM and Friday Wednesday eleven AM. Seven days to die. He the Dog, team up with subscribers. Thursday at eight thirty PM. Garth and Heather Dog team up with Dead by Daylight with subscribers. We did that this Thursday. We had a good time. Yep. Um when working together as a team as survivor, our success ratio was very high. Yes,
1: it was. I mean, uh, I don't think I don't think we got wiped a single we, time.
0: We never got wiped. We never had hundred no. percent victory, but no, at least no. two
1: made it out every time. Yep. Which is
0: From from team up with randos, incredibly good. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Usually three of us would make it out. That oh twice, Uh, two out of the five times three of us made it out. And the other three was two people. The other three was two people. Usually it's me, my fault being dead. No, uh, yeah, okay, sure, yep. Well, now Monday, I mean last week, I'm sorry, uh, last yeah last Monday, I died every single time. (laughs) I, I was I re- the one that died. I think everyone likes to chase the old man. I just think that's
0: it. Like, you old guy. You're smoking. That's so bad. They start chopping you. The bunny girl did. He like so wrong. Yes.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. She messed me up. Yep. Uh, there, there was a clip in our Discord. You it can check that.
0: out. 11 a.m. Friday. As we just talked about Deep Rock Galactic with Heathen Dog and Max. It was funny. It was funny. Saturday, 8 p.m. Central. Legion with live stream. Comics. Video games. RPGs. Giveaways, best best stream, Stream schedule on Legion with Two the Doos Wednesday at 11 a.m. is Best of Heroes Trails in the Sky. Uh, only one day now. I'm very sad.
1: Oh, it's
0: just gonna take him longer to finish the game now. That's true. Thursday, Portal Lights noro at 11 a.m. and Friday at 11 a.m. as we talked about for Deep Rock Galactic. So be there for that. Lots of entertainment. Just let mm-hmm. everyone know because it's important to know these things on Twitch, YouTube, and social media. Myth is the primary channel. Anime comic game reviews. Helandogs, Temos, Garthod's Retro Games. On Legion Myth 2, The Deuce, the second channel with Max Leo's year of the GRPG, where he's been playing JRPGs all year, except when he's not, apparently. And mm-hmm. every thousand minutes equals a giveaway. I guess you could call it d roleplay role-playing, sort of. Sure. Oh, uh, whatever, doesn't matter. It's not his individual stream, so it's a whole, all different. There you go. And if every 1,000 bits they, they get a Legion of Myth 2, he gives a giveaway of a game you get a free That's game. That's right.
1: Steam game giveaway. Indeed.
0: YouTube.com slash Legion of Myth. Join to see highlighted Legion of Myth weekly live stream segments, highlighted video game streams, and recorded tabletop RPG videos. Tweet us at Legion of Myth. We'll tweet you back. We'll be friends. We'll be Twitter buddies. We'll be a flock. Video live stream announcements, giveaway updates, Discord, join our Discord where we have our conversations. I post what comics we'll be looking at. We have lots of fun there. Doing lots of things. Talk about games. Current events. Things like that. And don't forget to get our gear. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Impress your friends. Intimidate your enemies. Find love with your Legion of Gear. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. And Indeed. Watt the flock indeed, Ravenslayer38. Thank you to all of our Patreons and all of our Twitch subscribers and followers. Thank you so much. Gary M, Brian H, Sherris, and Twitch Zahn. Top and cheers. Thank you so much. And up Zahn. Thank you. Thank you, JB Jen. We really appreciate it. It's all of our contributors, your contributions that help keep us going, help give us the funds for the giveaways and stuff. I mean, we yep. really do appreciate it. Yes, we do. Review system, Half star. Not good. Five star, very good. Do the math. Disclaimer. <phone rings> Woo, Slayer, thank you. Thank yeah. you, Little Lita animation. That's from ElfQuest. I like ElfQuest. Alright. The opinions and commentary expressed in this episode are solely the opinions and commentary of the individual commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, there may be the occasional use of foul or even offensive language. And this video is not targeted towards children under the age of 13. No. For God's sake. Thank you for understanding and continued viewership. And join us when you're over 13. Or when you have a credit card. Yeah. Either one. Either one. (laughs) I mean, no. no, I mean, no, no. Just just, credit. Just...
1: just, if you're old enough for no, a credit card. You're old enough for me. Come on in. There you go. There you go. Give us your money. There it is. Wait, bad, bad heathen dog. How dare you? Some dogs have credit cards, so that that, that got weird real quick.
0: Max has Carmen Miranda working for the Legion now. I like that's, Carmen. That's Miranda. what he saw.
1: That that's, that that's the what he saw when, when he, that, that's what he thought he saw when he. Uh, oh, Lita. Yeah, Lita. Yeah, he's actually Carmen. Yeah, yeah. But it, it I I can see that if you put a bunch of you know fruit in her head. Yeah, there you go. Hmm. Okay.
0: The only thing I've seen Carmen Miranda in was a uh, Martin and Lewis film. Okay. She's saying a song about uh, enchiladas. Which are good. Yes, they are. All right. <clears throat> Space. The final of Frontier. These are the continuing voyages of the HMS Heathen Dog. As it boldly goes through new gaming systems. To find new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no role play reviewer has gone before.
1: That's right. To your mom. Oh, God, that got dark. Oh, man. Okay, well, that was something all right everyone uh hello thank you for tuning in hope we find you well here today today we're going to go over star trek adventures we're going to go over the system now it's a 2d 20 system by modifia so a lot of you may not be uh, familiar with it and while it's not too terribly difficult it is new information for most people so i'm going to use the majority of my time here to talk about it that's why i have this as part one of two and if you're looking for more star trek adventures or more uh, tabletop RPG explanations and uh, and workthroughs. Go ahead and uh, subscribe and like and all that good stuff. We appreciate it. And if you don't like me at all, you just don't like the the cut of my jib. Then go ahead and dislike. That's fine too. Just make sure to comment below and tell me what what's wrong with my jib and how do I recut it.
0: The algorithm doesn't so, care as long as there's someone clicking something.
1: Exactly. All right, so let's go to the credits. The publisher is Modiphius Entertainment. It came out in 2017. The uh, lead system designer was Nathan Dowdle. And uh, you can get your very own copy of Drive Through RPG, the hardcover and PDF combo for sixty one eighty seven. Or you can go to eBay, just get the hardcover, gently used, forty four seventy five, or what I recommend is, is Amazon. If you're looking for a hardcover, go to go to Amazon because then you get it for thirty seven dollars and eighty six cents.
0: Oh, you got a little roboty there.
1: Oh, I did. Oh, oh
0: yeah, you're very robot y right now.
1: I'm I'm robot-y. I My am, connection's am, good,
0: but you're a robot right now.
1: I am the robot. Yes, you are. <laughs> Alright, now, I'm gonna take this opportunity to talk about the hardcover. Now, I have it right here. I got it as a gift. And as you can see, all of the pages... Ooh, those are nice are, pages. ...are black. That's not ink. Now, also, I don't know if you can see the reflectiveness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it makes it terribly difficult to read. You have to have the light in a perfect position to read it, or else you have to keep adjusting the book up and down and left and right, depending on where you are on the page. So the black paper, while cool looking, does not bode well for reading in, in an inside environment with a light bulb. So I don't like that about the book. Now, the thing is the the PDF I have is the opposite. It has black lettering and white pages, which is worse for reading on a screen. So if they switch them, if they had the black pages for the PDF and the white pages for the book, that would actually be easier reading. So I just want to tell you that. Just be ready for that. That's very strange. Get the book. It is. I know, right? It is. Anyway, I want to, to get that down for you. All right. Now, let's take a look at the system. This is what we're going to do today. We're going to look at the 2D20 system. We're going to do a generic... As as generic as I can, because the the 2d20 system isn't just for this game. Modifies has you know other games that use this system. So we're going to talk about the dice, the the, the uh, D, d20 dice, how they're used. Uh, we're going to talk about the ideas of momentum and threat in other games, in other d20 games. It's called doom instead of threat, but in Star Trek Adventures, it's called threat. And then we're going to talk about the, the d6s and how they're used. Now this is going to be for pretty much any d20, 2d20 two, two game out there. And then after that, we're going to talk about uh, Star Trek Adventure specific information. We're going to talk about attributes, discipline, focuses, talents, values, and determination. All of these are used in one way or another to affect the dice in the system. So that's why they're here and not just in character generation. All right. Let's start off with the basic 2D20 overview. Okay. Now, whenever you're going to use a 2D20 system, you have 2D20, two dice, dice two D20 dice, and you have a, a difficulty number that the game master assigns, usually from zero to five. Now the difficulty number is the number of successes required on your D20 to succeed at that particular task or, or uh, event. Now your target number for your D20 is all based on you. the The game master does not assign target numbers ever. Target number is based on how good you are at doing something. For example, uh, in, in this instance, there is an attribute of a, of a 10. Let's say it's strength. The person has, has a, this is just, a, this isn't in Star Trek Adventures, but this is just a, an attribute you'll be familiar with. They had a strength of 10 and say a melee combat of four. That's their attribute and their skill. You add those together, 10 and four, 14. That is your target number. That never changes. That's your target number. The only thing that changes uh, difficulty wise is the number of successes required on your D20s to consider yourself succeeding at that task. So let's say you roll your two D20 and you roll a nine and a 14. You succeeded at a difficulty one task because you got one success. Okay, now what if you needed two or more successes? You only have two D20 so what if you needed both of them to hit to succeed at this task? Because it's inherently more difficult. Okay. Well, that's when we start getting into momentum. Momentum is, uh, is an idea that uh, when, you, when you succeed at something really, really well, you have flair, you have drive, you have gumption. You do it in such a way where it inspires other people. This creates momentum for your side. You know those those uh, those who understand you know sports and stuff. Even you know, creating momentum is is a real mechanic in the game, of you know football say, and it's it's the same here. So every time someone uses uh, cre- uh, creates more successes than required, and they don't spend the momentum immediately, it can be put into a momentum pool that anyone can use later on to augment any of their die rolls. Now you can augment them in several ways. Uh, the first one is you can add another D20 to your roll. Okay, the the uh, first D20 costs one momentum, the second D20 costs two momentum, and the third D20 costs three momentum. So if you get an extra D20, and and the cool thing is you can you can buy you can buy dice with momentum after you've rolled. You roll crap. I need one more success. Well, give give me. Uh, I'm gonna use the momentum, get another d20, and roll it, and just add it in. You can do that, or you can use momentum to create advantages or complications. Advantages for you, like for example, um, let's say uh, uh, you're in a phaser fight with a with a with an evil Romulan, because everyone knows Romulans are evil. And uh, you wanna you want him to have a bad time, so you use two momentum. See that two M is two momentum, uh, creating a complication for your enemy. You you create a complication that that uh, his uh, his weapon is low on power. That's a complication for his weapon. It doesn't immediately affect him, but it's something he's going to have to deal with rather than dealing with you later on. Stuff like that. And you can create advantages for yourself. Like you, uh, you can give yourself the high ground to give yourself an advantage in in, in combat or, or or looking around or whatever stuff like that by spending two Uh You can obtain information. For example, uh, you are you're using your tricorder and you are scanning uh, an, an an obelisk of unknown origin, and you succeed, but you get just basic information you want more detailed information you have to spend one momentum and the game master will give you more detailed information pertinent to what you're looking for if you spend two momentum you will get all the information relevant to you by this uh from this obelisk type device and the game master can't lie about this he's got to tell you everything that that you could possibly need to know about this thing because you spent the two momentum and succeeded at the task what if there's no momentum in the pool and you need to make this roll? well you can buy momentum you can buy it from the game master in exchange for threat or if you're not playing uh sta then doom and this this gives the game master a kind of momentum pool of his own that he can use for the npc villains now let, let's see how that works threat uh, the game master, like I said, uses threat just like just like players use momentum. You can also alter the game in all the ways that a player can alter the game. Uh, he can give an enemy more d20s. He can give you a complication, or, or ge- give uh, give his NPCs an advantage. Uh, he can he can create problems for for you uh, by by uh, uh, making a task more difficult. Like uh, for example, if uh, an NPC enemy uses suppressing fire, just just full auto, just bam, 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 just in your entire area. Probably not gonna hit you, but it's gonna mess up your concentration when, when trying to activate the, the, the this this broken shield generator. So it'll make it one more difficult instead of a difficulty one or two, now it'll be two or three. That's creating creating difficulty for the player. You can also use use momentum to call reinforcements for his side. He can use one momentum uh, to call uh, a thug you know like a, a low-level NPC villain to the fray if you're winning too easily or or if it's calls for the story or he can use two momentum to call a lieutenant type character a stronger NPC villain to come to the fight immediately and he can also alter the environment using threat spend two or more threat you can uh, cre- uh, the the game master can create a warp core event or a plasma leak or something that alters the environment to make it hazardous that unless you fix it, you're going to take increasing damage every round, stuff like that, you know, to increase the, the, uh, the, uh, story, uh, uh, complication and therefore excitement. Now, uh, threat momentum, like I said, have pools. If you don't use your momentum that you've gained from a very successful task, you can put it in the pool so other people can use it later. Now, This carries over throughout the entire game. The pool diminishes by one after every scene, which is like every encounter. But other than that, it will carry through the entire adventure. So at the end of the adventure... A lot of times, both the the players and the game master will have giant pools of momentum and doom or threat, and then that will create a real climactic battle. You know, a whole a no holds barred, everything's blowing up, everything's everything's you know rolling boxcars or everything snake eyes, you know, stuff like that. It really it makes for an exciting final scene. Hmm. So that that's that's why they have the pools, you know, carry on. Uh, beyond the the initial uh, the initial scene that you're in,
0: I just wonder how fast pools actually build in gameplay.
1: Oh, that's that's an excellent thing. I'm I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, a lot of what a lot of people do is uh, they will take difficulty zero tasks, which means that you don't need a success to
0: just so they to, can build momentum.
1: Yes, uh, you can choose to either roll. Or automatically succeed if you automatically automatically succeed, you're considered to get no successes because you don't need successes but you succeed in the task if you want to roll you can roll and most people do especially if you have a high number uh, a high target number because uh every single success you roll automatically goes into the momentum pool all right and that, that can be used for everybody later on. So I'll, I'll, a real tactic for this game, for, for the 2d20 game, is to uh, roll as much as possible on, uh, on really, really simple tasks. Difficulty 0 or difficulty 1 tasks that you have really high scores in because then you can build even more momentum. As an example here, let's say this is a difficulty 1 task and you are uh, Lieutenant Paris from Voyager. You have... A, uh, a piloting a piloting ability uh, that you uh, this is like a, you have to go around to the other side of the planet. Difficulty zero. Okay? Difficulty zero. But you want to roll. Your target number is 17 or lower, which means you have to roll 17 or lower on a d20 to win. You take a momentum from the pool to add a die. Alright? The reason being is because, what I'm going to get into in a little bit, you have a focus on on uh, piloting maneuvers that means whenever you're maneuvering a starship you uh, every success counts as two success. every success on the d20 counts as two successes for the task so you roll you're you're you roll three dice because you borrowed one from the momentum pool and let's say you gained all three successes that's two four six successes you need none of them to see this task all six go in the pool you took one away from the momentum pool and you added six into it you netted five for everybody else With that one maneuver. All right. Now, yeah, it's the, does it sound cheap? Yes. Yes, it is. Now, the game master has the ability to disallow you from rolling a a, a zero difficulty task. He has the ability to do that. It's all up to the game master. You can ask, he doesn't have to say yes. Hmm. So remember that.
0: Hmm.
1: All right. Now, we're going to move on to the D6s. These are the other dice you need. You only need two kinds of dice: D20s and D6s. These are challenge dice. These uh, th- these dice you roll to see how effective a successful task is. Usually, damage or resistance to damage, or or some some other uh, variable that that can happen because of a successful task. Now, they're not just regular one through six. No, these are these are a modified D6. You can purchase these from Modiphius. They have special D6 die to where one has a one side has a one, one side has a two, two sides are blank, and then two sides have the Starfleet symbol. All right, now what this is, is the Starfleet symbol on a regular D6 is a roll of a five or a six. That gives you one as a result, plus the effect goes off. Now, what is the effect? An, an effect is usually the special ability of the device that you're using, usually a weapon. Uh, for example, all Federation phasers have a uh, have a a certain effect. If you roll an effect die, it is, I believe, uh, penetrating. To where uh, you roll an effect die, and for for each effect die that you roll, it takes away one from the resistance of your target. And the uh, uh, Klingon or Romulan, they have vicious. I think Klingon has vicious. To where for every time you roll an effect, you get an extra damage die or an extra damage every time an effect is rolled on top of what you roll regular so for example let's say uh you roll uh you 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 shoot someone with a with a phaser and you and you roll 4 d6 challenge dice okay and you roll a uh one three four five two yeah one three four five two so for the one and the two you get one and two damage that's three for the four, you get nothing, that's a zero. But for the five, you get one, so that's four damage, plus the effect goes off, the, the the effect of a Starfleet phaser. So not only do you do four damage, but the effect goes off as well. And that's that's basically what the, what the D6 dice are used for. They're used as challenge dice, using the challenge die result to give you the, the relative strength or weakness of a successful task. Basically it. Okay. Now, does anyone have any questions about the basic 2d20 system? Anything that uh, that you have? Any anything on anything that I that I uh, touched on that you want me to expand on? Because before I advance, I want to know uh, if you're watching this on YouTube. Go ahead and throw the comments below. I'll try to answer that uh, when they when they come in. But for everyone here on Twitch right now, this is your chance. You got 10 more seconds. This is your chance to ask me anything about what I've just talked about. And I will answer that to the best of my ability. Oh, we're good. Okay, you're good. All right. Very good. Very nice. Now, let's talk about the uh, Star Trek Adventures game more specifically. Okay, we're going to look at characteristics now. uh, The first two characteristics are attributes and disciplines. Your attributes are your base innate natural ability at something. And your disciplines are what you are trained in by, usually by Starfleet, you're trained to do. So your attributes are control, which uh, is your ability to uh, do precise action and uh, mental discipline. Daring, which is uh, uh, action. It, I said action without planning, but it's it's kind of like uh, uh, throwing caution to the wind, going in with uh, not complete information and just saying, yolo effort leroy jenkins stuff like that you would roll daring plus something else fitness this is your strength and fortitude this is uh uh your your ability to do damage your ability to lift things your ability to resist poisons or physical torture stuff like that it would be a fitness based target number and then there's insight insight is your empathy you have with other people your ability to read other people's states and uh also your general uh wisdom and experience. Uh, if 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 that is uh, you know part of a role then that would be the, the base of your role presence is basically your power personality you know like kirk had a had a big had a giant presence you know he walked in the bridge you know he walked in the bridge this uh, this is for intimidation uh, uh, normal diplomacy i suppose uh, st- stuff like that that's what your presence is role for and then you have reason this is your intelligence and your, your raw intelligence Your ability to to compute things think things through logically and observation your ability to to see things other people don't or see things more clearly than other people can your base would be reason now your disciplines add to your attributes to create your target number but this part is what you are trained in this is your training on top of your innate ability so the disciplines are command which is your ability to lead so if you were uh, if you were say uh, on a battlefield and and you you grab the the flag from the standard bearer and you wave it in the air and you say, Gung ho, man, let's ride! And you just run into the fray, that would be daring and command. That would that would be your target number to get people to follow you. <laughs> you should try to make that role, because a guy running into a battlefield alone is just a dead guy. And then there's Khan. This is your ability to pilot. A vehicle, be it a starship, a shuttle, a bike, whatever. This is your training in piloting. Then is engineering, creating and repairing technology. Uh, mostly, it, if it's fine work, it'll be control, which is precision plus engineering. If it's a, uh, if it's a uh, more manual labor type thing, like. Like, uh, like you have to put together this giant machine, it might be fitness plus engineering, because you have to lift, you know, 50 pound parts and put them in, you know, in just the right way. It, it all depends on the game master. The game master chooses the attribute and the discipline that is relevant for the target number in Ooh, this task. That's interesting. I like that. Yeah. Then there's security. Security is using and force. Now, I made that very vague because it is very vague. Uh, use security when fighting, both ha- both melee and ranged combat. Use security if you're analyzing a situation tactically. You know, if, if you want to create a choke point, if you want to create an ambush point, if you're looking for possible ambush points you could walk into, you would roll, uh, for the attack part, you'd roll fitness plus security. For the uh, for the ambush point thing, you would roll either reason plus security. No, it would be not either. It would be reason plus security in my mind. It would, that would be it, you know? So uh, all of your disciplines, depending on how you use them, can be attached to different attributes. And, then of course, there's medicine, the physical and mental aspects of a living being. This is uh, recognizing treating diseases. This is uh, applying first aid, understanding that, you know, blood spurting out of the body in large quantities is super bad, stuff like that. Now, here's the thing. All Starfleet personnel have at least one in each of these disciplines. They don't let you out of the academy unless you are at least barely competent in all of these things. Attributes range from 7 to 12. Disciplines range from 0 to 5. But you as a player character is going to be 1 to 5. Okay, now next we have more characteristics. We have focuses. I, I briefly talked about that earlier. A focus is a specialty. Let's say uh, uh, Montgomery Scott, he has he has a really high uh, he has a really high uh, reason and control, and he has a really high engineering. but he specializes in say, uh, warp core mechanics. So that means. Any roll having to do with warp core mechanics, every success counts as two successes instead of one. Now, to be fair, rolling a one counts as two successes all the time, but with a focus, a simple success becomes a double success. And then we have talents. Talents are abilities specific to the character that gives you some kind of advantage. Now talents, uh, when you're making your character, you start with four, and they range from resilient, which means that uh, when you're when you're fighting off a disease or physical interrogation, you get an extra d20 to your relevant task, or uh, uh, some some of them like, uh, like I believe there's a there's a piloting skill that allows you to reroll any or all d20s you want. In a task related to your talent like your talent has to be super specific like it can't just be piloting starship no it has to be piloting shuttle or piloting a specific kind of shuttle it has to be specific and in that situation you get the benefits or or maybe you have uh you have a talent that gives you uh uh your i don't know uh you have your speed reading that means uh absorbing large amounts of information in a short amount of time you have a reduced difficulty you need less successes than than most people to do the same task great now you and your game master can talk amongst each other and come up with brand new talents that you make up that you make up for character generation as as long as it doesn't break the rules and there isn't a talent that already does that the game master can allow it it's great All right, makes sense to be. There you go. Now that is where we're going to stop for today. All right. Now what what I've done in the last episode, I did errors and expectations and backdrop roles, basically the introduction to uh to the thing. And today mostly was the the two D twenty system because I want to make sure everyone had had a grasp of it before we continue on to combat movement and zones and how is starship combat different. Now I'm going to give you a a little uh. A little sneak peek on this uh starship combat is basically the same as regular combat all right basically the same so you're not going to have to learn two different combat systems you only got to learn one combat system it will apply to both on the ground and in space you're good there are some nomenclature changes so that's what i'm going to go over after i do combat but, and then uh, after that, I'm going to do the character generation portion, where we make a character from scratch, from start to finish, and maybe even make a side character. Because during character generation, I'm, I'm going to talk about the the whole side character shtick. They have that in this game, which I think is pretty neat. I'm going to explain that later. Don't worry. I'm going to get there. So, your thoughts. What do you think about this uh, RPG? What, do you, what are your thoughts on the 2D20 system? What do you think about it? That's what I want to know. Because... Uh, before star trek adventures i i had no uh uh well idea that the 2d 20 system existed you know i didn't have a whole lot of i didn't have any modifius entertainment games max layout introduced them to me he has some modifius entertainment games so he knew the 2d 20 system so what do you think of it is it better is it worse than than what you're used to let me know in the comments below uh is there after this is there a tabletop rpg you want me to review I'll check it out. Don't worry about it. And if you like this video and you want more, please like, share it with your friends. Uh, If you like tabletop games, your friends like tabletop games, go ahead and share this with them. And so they'll even like you more. I promise. It's going to be good stuff. And of course, subscribe to Legion of Myth for your anime, comics, and games needs. Be a Legionnaire.
0: Ooh, and we're out. Oh, my gosh, there's no thing. Where's it? There's no thing. That's okay. All right. Very nice seeing the dog. You're welcome. Oh, I skipped science? Oh, man, I skipped science. Damn it. It would have been like two things. You would have said, science is either quantum physics or other types of science, and that's yeah, it. That's Yeah, you got the gist of it. Yeah, that's fine. That's why I didn't say anything. I was like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. We're all fine. Yeah, we're
1: all fine, damn it. But, but thank you, Sheriffs him so wait hang on a second no one here had any questions about what i said i explained it so well that everyone present was like yep i get it yeah actually that's what i was
0: gonna say i think it was was pretty good i I was like oh okay i get it yeah you i you know all right i had one question about the pools building up and you answered that so oh well there you go so that you were a plus outstanding all right let's do this all right I do the thing, do the thing. All there we go. Welcome to Garthod's Comic Pull. Today we're going to talk about a comic book Shazam number 11, where stuff really starts hitting the fan. That almost rhymes. Written by Jeff Johns. Art by Scott Collins. Might be Collins. I don't know. I'm going to go with Collins. Cars by Michael Attia. Publication date, 26th February, 2020. That's this year. That's uh mm-hmm. this week. All right. So a lot of weird stuff's been happening, Shazam. The uh, Doctor Silvana and Mr. Mind, who's a giant evil caterpillar, as seen on the cover. Well, he's not giant. He's actually normal caterpillar sized. He looks big on the cover. But trust okay. me, He's small, caterpillar-sized, and he has immense psychic powers. They've been doing stuff, trying to free the evil monster squad. Meanwhile, Billy Batson's dad has shown back up, and Billy Batson has welcomed his estranged father, and this is all way past issue stuff. He ended up up sharing the Shazam power, not only with the Shazam family, but also with his father. She's part of it, too. It's making weird stuff. Things have gotten so weird, the wizard Shazam showed back up to help them fight off Black Adam when he showed up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we thought you were dead. He was like, yeah, it's a long story. Kind of. But look, um, the does not seem to trust Billy Batson's father for some reason. You know, he's been kind of an upright just to see these there. And he uh, starts telling him like he told Billy that, uh, after last invasion that something was his father and that he thought something's something, was up. something was up with that. He's, he's making some decisions. And that night Billy's dad's asleep on the couch and yep. the wizard Shazam shows up there and basically tells him, it. I cannot have you interfere like this. You will, you will ruin my plans. And then he starts zapping Billy's dad with the power. As you see in page two. Yeah. Is he taking the power from him? Or is he? Yes. He takes the the power Shazam from Billy's dad. Okay. Uh, This leads immediately to a fight. where He's like, you attacked my father. You took. He's like, yeah, I took the power Shazam from him. Because he's messing with your ability to be the guardian of the earth dimension. This isn't right. This is wrong. And, uh. Well, and so he's up shazamming out and getting in a fight with the wizard Shazam. Uh, Buster Wall, big old brawl. Meanwhile, back in the magic realms, Dr. Silvana is having a talk with uh, Mr. Mind, the caterpillar, who's in an ear canal. You know, he's in the ear canal.
1: That's gross, but okay.
0: Well, where's he? He's a a tiny little caterpillar. Where's he going to hang out? Well, it's just giving me... giving me. Uh, oh, yeah, it's Star Trek, Star Trek Wrath of II. Khan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: Wrath of Khan stuff, and that's weird. Yeah, that's it is. making me feel bad. So,
0: and he's basically explaining to Dr. Slavon, okay, here's how we're going to go. We're going to take this, and we're going to use the portal in your eye, and we're going to melt this Shazam dagger, and it's going to op- melt all these locks, and it's going to free all the monster squad of evil. And it'll be great. We'll take back over all the magic lands, the monster lands, all stuff. It'll be great. And then you hear like, "Oh, it's like, whoa." Doctor's like, "What? Are, are you okay? Are you okay, Mr. Mine? It's Like, "Yeah, we we lost connection for a second. Don't worry, it's okay. It's okay." Um something's happening with with a Shazam. That that idiot kid is actually helping us. They don't these kids don't know what they're doing. It's great. Um Meanwhile, the rest of the Shazam family kids all jump in to help Billy. Uh they beat up the wizard The wizard tries to take away Billy's power and he can't for the same reason he couldn't take away Black Adam's power. He gave him the power. He can't take it away. He can take the power that they give away. But he can't because he granted it to them. He can't rescind it. Makes sense. Um, Depends on the contract written, I suppose. But eventually Billy figures out how to just kind of get rid of him. Right. And the wizard sounds like, look, you're making a mistake. You're going to regret this. He's like, no, you are going to attack my dad. And so they manage to send him away at the same time that Dr. Silvana frees all the evil League of Monsters. Uh, The wizard leaves out, like, you're the evil one. You must be destroyed. And then Billy zaps him away. And uh, Billy's dad uses the power of Shazam to zap the wizard away and transport him to the Rock of Eternity. He's like, well... No, Billy sits back. Anyway. After that happens, all of a sudden, Black Adam jumps back in from where he was. Starts choking at Billy's dad, who's all shazammed out. And he's like, well, what are you doing? Let me go! And he says, uh-huh. If I'm to bring back my family, I stand with Mr. Mind. Give me your power, and Billy... uh, And your father lives, Billy Basson, You're a fool. And then he starts chanting a magic sp- Billy's dad calls him a fool chants a magic spell a black adam and teleports him away huh and Billy's they're all like wow that was cool how'd you do that he goes Billy's like how did you do that dad he's like oh well maybe it's because I'm older I got this voice in my head you know the wisdom of Solomon and Billy goes yeah I have that same power I don't my powers aren't divided up I have all the powers I know the Wizard of Solomon. I'm using it right now. It's not a voice. It's like a knot that put your stomach. It's a buzzing. It's a conscious. It's like, what do you mean, Billy? And he's like, and Billy figures out, it's like, wait a minute. With everything the Wizard said, with everything you saw, with what you just did, it's like, he says, you, uh, the Wizard of Solomon doesn't mean you automatically know everything. It's a feeling. It's a moral compass. This whole time, I thought Mr. Mind was the so- Dr. Savannah's Mary, but he's not. And then the dad speaks nobody about scene I've been communicating to Savannah the whole time. Mr. Mind is right here! It's been inside Billy's dad the whole time. Sure. Which I thought was a great plot twist. Because they've given hints throughout the whole 10, 11 issues. Well, the whole, like, 5 issues since Billy's dad has shown up. Like, you'll see Mr. Mind... Savannah talking to Mr. Mind... And occasionally they'll be like, "Oh, there's a jostling or something," and he thought it's from him being in Mister Mind, but no, it's what's going on with Billy's dad,
1: right? And, but the idea of Billy's dad being being an infiltrator is is not surprising. I mean, right, the, Billy's dad being the infiltrator is not surprising at all. But yeah, the fact that Mister yeah. Mind is
0: in Billy's dad right now is surprising. Okay, yeah, that was a twist. Right, that was the twist. Well, yeah, because I expected Billy's dad to, be, you know, it was just a matter of time before he was revealed to be evil, or yeah, an interloper, I mean, the, or a yeah, clone.
1: The, the best way to to get to a teenager with daddy issues is with their daddy. Right, exactly. So, there you go.
0: So, not a surprise. The twist was that Mr. Mind was there the whole time. Uh, Billy freaks out like, "Yeah, of my dad! But it's too late at that point. The big portal shows up, and the evil league of evil, the Monster League, shows up. And they are just ready to kick everyone's ass. Mm. Uh, that's the big climax. It has a really interesting postscript, though. Where a, uh, marionette from the Toylands, you know, who was told to go to the prison at the Rock fraternity shows back up. It's like, oh man, I traveled all this way and they left without me. How can they? And there's one person left in the prisons who you kind of saw in shadow in a couple issues. He's like, hey, so it's a guy in the prison. I was left fine too. Get me out if you can. If you get me out, I'll get you out. There's a little magical red sun over there that's keeping all my powers. You're soaking wet, so you could put it out. So he puts it out, and then the door breaks open, and it's Superboy Prime. Oh damn it! oh he—he oh, he said he was gonna get out one day. Yep. And yep. well, basically, rolls open the door, immediately evaporates the magical marionette with his heat vision, and goes, "You idiot! Like I need to team up with you. Like I need to deal with anyone. Look out!" Oh, for a second. Yeah, for a second the team was helpful. You, you kinda did need the team for like point five seconds. And then I thought you immediately dissolved it. So I I had guessed that was Superboy Prime. That actually proved it and As soon as he said there's a miniature red sun over there, I was like, okay, definitely it is.
1: Yeah. I, on the same well, yeah. oh, did did he have a shirt on or was he bare chested?
0: You couldn't see, but at, like as soon the first time you see his full body, after he blows open the door he has like the big melted S on his chest. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, the way he cut into it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's like, oh, okay, it's Superboy Prime. There it is. Yep. Who is. was ultra mega powerful. Yeah. Yeah. But what it- was well, funny, though, was the whole time, like, Dr. Sivana's freeing all the other monsters. Superboy Prime, who they don't say who, who it is, like, you need to release two. He's like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> you're too dangerous. You're too uncontrollable. It's like, you're freeing the other monsters. I'm a monster, too. It's like, yeah, no, you know. No, sorry. You're staying in there. Teth out as funny as he is. But I like how they're able, willing to free any monster except him. It's like, you no, know, you stay yeah. in there. We're evil, but we want to be able to control the world.
1: You're, you're kind Not of good. Burn it to the ground. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. You're, you want the universe in cinders. We're.
1: No, that doesn't help.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to rule the universe of cinders from my grave. No, I'm cool. But yeah, he got out. So, fun book. Lots going on. Big twists. Big crazy things. They, they revealed everyone knew. And the reveals are nice, but they're not surprising. You knew Billy's dad was going to try to be evil or something. And he's probably not evil, but Mr. Mind is there. Which makes you wonder if, like, where Billy's dad even came from. Like, Is it actually Billy's dad? Is it a clone? Is it a magical creation? Did Mr. Mind just find him as a bum in an alley and pick him up and say, okay, we're going to dress nicely and be decent for a while? To get close to Billy! To use his power! You know. Who knows. Uh, Well, I'm sure they'll tell us. So, fun issue. I liked it. It did not knock my socks off, but I really enjoyed reading it. Uh, The art's really strong. It's a little crazy at times. Could be better. But I enjoy it. Uh, Yeah, it's a fun issue. But is it amazing? No, it is not. Three stars for Shazam! number 11. I liked it. Better than average. Art was good. Colors worked really well. Um, has a tendency to saturate a little bit more than I like, as you can tell from the cover.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah, ugh. very
0: purple, very blue. It's done to give impressions of feelings and stuff. I understand that. Uh, it's a little more than I like. It's not a very subtle color palette, but it works. Three stars. Fun book. I recommend it. If you like, Shaz- if you don't like Shazam, this is not the book that's going to make you like Shazam. No. If you like Shazam, then. Uh, it's good, pretty good. So, what did you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on Shazam! number 11? Is there a book or series you would like me to review? If you like the reviews, please like and share and tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your teachers at school. Like, hey, I don't need to read. I watch a stream on YouTube and Twitch and they talk about comic books and that's better than reading. The Scarlet Letter sucks anyway. That's never going to help me in my life. Uh, Because the Scarlet Letter is a terrible book, and Hawthorne could go and bite my balls. That stupid Puritan piece of crap. Anyway, subscribe to Legion Myth, anime, comics, games. Be a Legionnaire. Nathaniel Hawthorne sucks. I just, he does. Okay. All right.
1: serious agrees to think he's a wise person. I've never read Scarlet Letter, so I don't know. You're lucky. Okay.
0: I had to read that two times in high school.
1: Uh, we, we did uh, uh, shoot, what was it? Um, uh, catch a Mockingbird, I think. To Kill no. a Mockingbird, Catch kill a lie. Mockingbird, and Catch a yeah, Mockingbird. We, we did those two instead of Scarlet but Those Rock. are alright. Those books are alright. Yeah. I'm okay with those.
0: Melville's all right. What are my cats doing? They're being crazy. All right. Hey, cat, you knock that off. They listen to me. Cats always listen. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Here we go. Three, two, one. Yes, Garthon's comic poll! What are we talking about today, Garthon? Well, Garthon, today we're talking about The Amazing Spider-Man, number 40. Made by Marvel Comics. Written by Nick Spencer. Art by Ivan Coelho and Zay Carlos. Colors by Brian Bieber and Pete Pantas Pantazis? Pantazis? Pantazis. Pantazis. Well, whatever. Publication date, twist February, 2020. All right. So, a lot of crazy stuff's been going on. Uh, it was recently, within the last three issues or so, revealed to J. Jonah Jameson that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Mhm. If you're considering the classic JJ Spidey relationship, throw that out the window that hasn't been that way for years in the comic books. I mean uh I mean JJ's brother married Aunt May. So he died. He got well, cancer and died. It was very oh. sad. But Peter and Jonah have are kind of related because of that or were Maybe this—I don't know how it works. Anyway, but after finding out that Peter Parker is because Jonah got a new gig where he's a podcaster, Mm -hmm. and he, the people doing the podcast, kind of wanted to go on anti-Spider-Man rants. He's like, "Sure," he started doing that, and he got confronted by Peter Parker. He's just finally like, "Look, it's me. You know, you're hurting me when you're doing this," and the next podcast he does jay Jonah goes the other way and starts defending spider-man to the point where it's actually hurting him because spider-man was robbed a secret vault to steal old shield tech to get it back to shield so bad guys wouldn't get it and the news was reporting spider-man was a thief and a, a menace and jonah jumped up there on you know news channels saying no peter spider-man is a hero he only did that as part of shield pre-. you know he basically blew the lid off of the whole secret investigation And so Peter's like you're hurting me more when you're on my
1: side. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut the hell up.
0: But this actually picks up with j and Jameson um doing a what is this, a podcast interview with Spider-Man. He's agreed to do a full 2-hour two 2-3 two, hour sit down. Right? Okay. Meanwhile at the same time, Chance, that's the guy in green and yellow, uh, an old villain, McFarlane creation from the 90s. Uh, Chance is a mercenary who gets gigs and then also allows people to place bets on the completion of his mission and subquests within his mission. Oh, wow. Okay. And then has like little camera bots follow around to record the whole thing and to broadcast it. Closed circuit, not like, I take her to the airway for my crimes. Like, no, this is just for the pay, the buyers, right? Right, right. Paying, paying customers. Yeah, paying customers, people who place bids. That way you can see whether or not it's happening. Um, kind of actually a neat idea, I think, for a mercenary villain, where it's like, not only will I do this, place your bets. Well, I, I think I could also do this and this. Odds 5 to 1 this, 10 to 1 this. Place your bets. Right. Sure. Um, he has opened a casino, which doesn't focus on his crimes, but just in general. Like, oh, look, Rhino's robbing a bank. Here are my odds, and you know, people can bid on it, right? Um, however, he, uh, Foreigner gets involved, who's a, not gonna eat the whole Foreigner thing. He's, think evil James Bond. That's Foreigner. Okay. All right. Copy. Uh, Foreigner gets involved in this because he's just had to run a run of bad luck with some other missions. He ends up in this casino. He bets on, uh, he finds, like, the Chance evil under casino. He bids on something. It looks like he's going to win. And then all of a sudden, Spectre goons show up and help the villain. And the villain gets away. He's like, you cheated. Chance like, what? What? I never said there would be interference. House always wins. F4 is like, oh, well, is that how it is? Is that how it is, huh? All right. All right. All right. All right. So after they're walking out, you know, there's a whole casino full of, like, super villains and stuff pretty High pride guys and foreigners like, Wait, what was that chance? You say that you could steal one of Spider Man's web slingers, really? And if you can't, you'll pay the tabs of every you'll pay the gambling debt of everyone in this bar right now. Yeah, you know, basically, it's sort one of those type of things. Just like, I didn't say, Oh, you're the best chance, no one could doubt how great you are now. He's like, Haha, Yeah, yeah, that's me, you son of a bitch, foreigner. Um, because the casino is entirely built on his reputation, and right. I think one of Foreigner's powers is to be able to convince people of things. He has, like, hypnotic yeah. powers. Uh, I remember in the 90s he had a fight with Spider-Man, where every time spider would go to punch the dude, he would just disappear. And then, like, punch spider in the back of the head. He eventually figured out that for- uh, Foreigner is actually able to hypnotize people with eye contact, just for a second. But it's long enough to, like, you hypnotize for a second, you walk up to him and punch him in the face. And he was able to keep doing that to Spider-Man until he figures it out, and just Closed his eyes and used hearing and spider sense to fight. And after that, because Foreigner's basically strong as a well-trained human, he kicked the little crap in about one punch.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So, so Foreigner has that kind of persuasion, hypnotic power. So whatever's like, yeah, Chance is like, oh, you son of a bitch. Yes, I shall do this, my friends. So that's why you see Chance. So Chance is now in order to save his casino, save his reputation, he has to go try and steal one of Spider's web shooters. Or he has to pay the current gambling debt of, you know, whoever's in the bar at the time. However, Chance figures out pretty quick. If he loses, okay, he loses some money right now. But he gets Foreigner out of his life. Right? If he wins, he could be screwed. Because people are going to look at him to be doing missions. And he wants out of that game. Mm -hmm. He likes where he's at his big cushy job. And Foreigner's going to be there again. And he's screwed. And he knows it. But he ends up finding... First, like, oh, no, I can't find him. Oh, well, can't find Spider-Man. Guess I'm going... Forza, it's like, oh, don't worry. There's actually a live stream of his interview right now. We know exactly where he's at. Oh, great. Thanks. Thanks, foreigner. Um, meanwhile, the interview with J. Jonah is actually pretty interesting because it starts off, like, really friendly. But it pretty quick starts going back to the old J.J. Uh, Spider-Man dynamic where it's like, it's like oh but we're kind of friends now right Spider-Man like yeah of course there was that time where you sent all those robots out to kill me well there was that time where you kept breaking the law. there wasn't you know basically this start like going and it was actually Nick Spencer can be a great writer he can his run of Captain America was a freaking nightmare yeah but it actually ends up being really interesting seeing those two go back and forth um, and that's when Chance kind of busts in and spider was like oh thank god oh thank god there's a super villain here <laughs> so they get in a fight and they're going back and forth and Spider's trying to figure out okay what's going on here why Why is this what's the motivation behind this why is he attacking me and as they're in a fight Jonah kind of leans over with the microphone kind of like you see and the thing is like what are you thinking right now Spider-Man now that you've just been beaten he's like I think I need to get this fight over with and protect the village. Get out. What the hell are you... So, it's like, why are you doing this? Like, this is in action. This is great. Rage this is going to be through the roof. You see this, like, producer with the thumbs up behind him. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, as they're fighting, like, Chance, like, leans in close to spiders, like, okay, okay, I'm with my back to the wall. One punch against the jaw. Take me out. He's like, what are you? One punch, you idiot. One punch. It's like, okay. So, he just cracks him lays about, and Chance is on the floor, Look at where the micro camera's like, oh no, bested again by my sworn enemy! If only I could hold on just one minute longer, because there's a time limit. I mm-hmm. could at least... And then all of a sudden, a bunch of uh, hobgoblins show up. It's, I think, pumpkin heads, hoverboards. They were a gang that was created, uh, like, last year or something. Don't worry, we're here to help you out! Chance is like, oh crap. Hey, you've no one to... said there wouldn't be interference, right? Yeah, and Chance's like, you've got to be kidding me. As far as, like, why are these guys here? I, that's not the usual MO, but he's a fighting them and one of them actually manages to, just like four or five of them on a Spider-Man, one of them actually manages to knock the uh, web slinger off one of his hands or one of his wrists and f- and Chance gets pushed in front of it and he grabs like, oh no. <laughs> And then, as the Hobgob's gl- other gliders fly off, he's chance. he says, No, I can't... He's like, Wait, wait, I can give it back! I can give it back! <laughs> as far as, as Spider's just stare up, looking at him like, What are you... What? Where are you going? Th- uh? and, and then Jonah's are so, uh... Oh, there is. Excuse me, uh... This is the part where you run off and do whatever it is, right? To uh, go punch somebody some more? He's like, Jonah, I have to! I mean, there are people in danger! I... He kind of thinks of it. It's like, you know what? Never mind. And he goes back in the studio through the hole in the wall. And him and Jonah have an interview. They kind of go back. It, it's kind of done in like montage style. They mm-hmm. argue. They laugh. They cry together. They get closer. Then they fight again. You know, it, it's actually a really nice scene. At the end, it's kind of cathartic for Spider-Get It Out. And this huge interview becomes like the most downloaded uh, podcast ever. Because it's a three-hour, uninterrupted anything else, with Spider-Man. No one's ever able to do that before. And Jonas actually trying to help Spider's reputation because he has like the worst reputation of any superhero. And so it's really interesting. And he's actually trying to turn this around. And you see people listening to it, getting opinions. It's a real nice scene there. Meanwhile, uh chance returns to the casino It's like, oh look, Forder says. You're winner, ladies and gentlemen. He's like, and Chance is like, oh, F off all of you. (laughs) It's like, why? It's like, why, Chance? Whatever's the matter? Wait, British accent. Why, Chance? Whatever's the matter? You came out on top, after all. I guess I'll have to cover all these people's debts then. He's like, you know it's not about the money. I'm ruined. Nonsense. There's no problem more capital can't solve. And thankfully, I know just where you can get it. He's like, oh, no. Porter puts arm around him. That's right, Chancel chum. This is the start of a very fruitful partnership.
1: Which I, so, I thought that was great. I, I myself don't understand the uh, Foreigner's endgame here. Uh, foreigner's endgame is
0: influence and money. Yeah. As a supervillain, it's all he wants. So sure. he's just worms himself into a lucrative villain casino. Wow. How? Because he was able to work off of Chance's reputation. Chance's reputation is now ruined because he won. Why is it ruined? Ah, okay. See, that's what I was. You have to go back like three issues and explain the whole setup. Oh, okay, okay. It's a long setup. All right. But basically, it boils down to let's see if they put it decently. Dang it! That's all Spidey's perspective. Basically, he has... To, if he loses, then Forder goes away. That's basically yeah. what it is. But he also has to pay the tab for everyone in the... Yeah. Right, and he doesn't care so much about that. Mm. He'd rather pay that money and have Forder go away. Because he'd rather lose than have to deal... Uh, so Ford. also by foreigner uh, covering everyone's tabs, it also prevented him from making any money off of having people in debt where he could use them later. Mm. Cause a lot of times the villains he uses to run these things are people who owe him money. Like when it, the where showed Rhino att- attacking a bank, robbing a bank, he did it because chance told him to so that he could do a bet on it. If he doesn't have anyone in the whole owing him anything, he can't use them and make them do crimes. Forder sure. just paid off all their stuff. Okay. Good plan. So he can't now, use them. Okay. Now I get it. Now I get it. Yep. Right. So that's why he's like, I'm ruined. And Forder says, We need capital. Well, I have that because Forder's rich. So yeah. it, it's kind of a long game. I didn't explain it very well. So thank you for asking. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's what happened with that. Did I not know? Have... The. Uh... So. A lot of fun stuff. Uh, There's actually a nice post log after that where. Try to remember her name. Uh, Basically, a woman who is his roommate's ex-girlfriend shows up. And she was always kind of kind of a pain in the butt. She's has wants to be a reporter. She works for one of those like BuzzFeed type companies. Hmm. and she just like shows up in his room and he's like, what the hell are you doing here? And she's like, Oh no. Hey, look, she's basically, basically she offers him a job to come work for them. And he's like, what you want pictures of Spider-Man? Cause you know, I, I could give you that. She's like, no, look, we don't need your pictures of Spider-Man. Your pictures aren't that great anyway. I mean any kid with a cell phone gets better pictures nowadays. Wow. He's like, "Yeah, yes, the damn long zoom lenses. I can't cover compete with that nowadays." She's like, "Look, you're Spider-Man's best friend. Everyone knows that. So, here's the thing. I need you to interview Spider-Man. Yeah, he's like, "He just had that podcast like right with Jonah Jameson, his like sword enemy. We need you to get dirt to s- explain his crime fighting from his point of view, his what's his Spider-Man's opinion. We need to know that that's what people want to know. That podcast proved that you write that up. You give it to us. We pay you. Everyone wins. If you want, he's like, you know, Spider-Man doesn't do what he does for money. He's like, then keep his half. We don't care. He's like, Oh, well, I'll talk about it with him. And she like leaves him a notebook. He's like, huh? All right. That could actually work out, I guess.
1: Mm. Which
0: then leads to like she's in the car and she's on a cell phone and like the evil, mysterious bad guy's like, "Did he agree? Well, he's—I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. You better be better than I think so. You know the consequences will be raw." Mysterious evil villain. It's probably the weird bug guy who's been teased for the past forty issues. I think it is now. Yeah, forty. Um, wow. the, I think they revealed his name, and I don't remember it because he's a really boring enemy made entirely of insects who has a hard on for Spider-Man and manipulating things around him. It's been weird. Like I said, Dick Spencer can write. The old villain sounds like B- Bale's Batman. I don't know what he sounds like. He's made out of bugs. What do you? I, chitter chitter chitter. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Good point. Uh, has some relationship with Spider-Man. I don't know. Maybe it's Gwen Stacy's dad who turned into insects. Now, I, I don't know. They, they gave him a name. He made Mysterio go crazy. Uh, I don't know. He's really uninteresting. But he's behind it all. Appa- this, like All these people trying to get Spider-Man information. And he says motivation is to help Spider-Man or something. It's weird. That is what's not explain- was, uh, explained very well. And he's not interesting and not important to this comic, really. So... It was a fun issue. I always liked Chance. I thought he was fun as a villain. Kind of interesting mercenary character. I kind of... I actually hated it at first, but I've come to enjoy the evolving relationship between Jonah and Spider-Man. Um, I like how it's not like Dow was like, Spider is the best guy in the world! It's still very contentious. But you can tell Jonah has very conflicted feelings over it. It's like, he likes Peter Parker, he trusts Peter Parker, he's related tangentially to Peter Parker... He gave Parker's first job. He, you know, has known this guy for years, and now he finally has proof of all this stuff. And it's he's actually
1: wants to help him. Well, also, you know, he has to understand. Maybe, maybe he hasn't come to this realization yet. But all these years, he's been. He's been ruining Spider-Man publicly every chance he get. And never did Peter Parker ever do anything retaliatory against him. Right. And he could have. He worked at the same paper as him. He could right. have easily sabotaged something, but he never did. So he, uh, I don't know if he realized yet the, the whole oh. moral fortitude of Peter Parker. And he should feel even worse now.
0: He does. But also, Spider just stuff like leave him webbed to walls and things like that, you know. Well, that, that's more like getting pantsed. It is, but still, sort of, it is, they actually go into some of that. It's a very... I think Nick Spencer's done a good job with the conflicted emotions both Peter Parker and Jonah feel about this. Um, so it's nice. It, I it, Strong writing, except for the whole... Everything in this series has related to this overarching plot with this villain made of bugs, with, I guess, mental powers, I guess, with these weird motives you can never fully pin down like he's a Spider-Man villain who is obsessed with Spider-Man wants to help him by destroying him or something. He wants everyone to love him first. It's never well defined, Hmm. which doesn't make it more intriguing to me. It's just every time I see mana bugs, I just roll my eyes. So this character driven stuff works really well. But then we add the, st- the stinger at the end with the, yes, yes, he will work for you, Mr. Man of Bugs. You know, uh, uh, that part drags it all down. However, art was very strong the whole issue, setup was strong. The story for the issue was great. The overall story arc, I'm not sure about. But I'm talking about this issue, and I really liked it. So it gets the Garthon uh, Electrum Standard of uh, four stars. <laughs> All right, it's it between silver and gold. It gets the electrum there standard. There it is. Yep. Four stars for the Amazing Spider Number Forty by Spencer. Read it. It's a fun issue. Between thirty-nine and forty together, go together. Fun issues. Can't go wrong. With chance. Come on. Well, you can't, but I enjoyed it. You should too. That's my final analysis. What did you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on the Amazing Spider Number Forty? Is there a comic or series you would like me to review? Please let me know. And I will do so. Make sure to like and share this review with your comic book friends. It really helps everyone out, including you. You never know who you'll help. It might be you. Subscribe to Legion of Myth for anime, comics, and games. Be a Legionnaire. Sorry, Sharers. The stars does not work anymore.
1: Yeah, that's sad. It's broken. But I, I still haven't figured out a way to get it into the new Streamlabs. I've tried. They're. Their They're supposedly a way, I tried to do the steps that I got online, but it didn't work. So, I don't know how else to do it. I haven't found a different way yet. But I have to, I have to pee. Alright, one more view.
0: (laughs) Garthond's Comic Paul is here! That's right, it's here to save the day from not knowing about Batman, Curse of the White Knight, number 7. Written by Sean Murphy. Art by Sean Murphy. Colors by Matt Hollingsworth. Publication date, 26th of February, 2020. That's right, Batman... All right, alternate universe. What is the Curse of the White Knight? That's <gasps> yeah, been revealed, kind of, already. That's not really the issue, is it? So, what's going on in this issue? All right, so a lot of crazy stuff has happened in Curse of the White Knight. Gotta remember, the, this is part of like the Batman White Knight universe that Sean Murphy does. It has nothing to do with normal continuity gotta remember that Otherwise, nothing makes sense the so it was recently revealed that bruce wayne actually is not the scion of the waynes and that the waynes apparently were killed a very long time ago and that they were replaced by a villain who took on the Wayne name it's all stuff where he makes him start questioning who he ever was uh which really it shouldn't, because as he's discussing this with Harley Quinn, there's two Harley Quinns, but the, the good Harley Quinn, the first Harley Quinn, um, he's kind of explaining his feelings about what's been going on recently. Asriel has kind of taken over the city in a way. He's The uh, Wayne legacy is in tatters. He's found out that all of the villain funds and activities that Edward Nigma. Revealed in the White Knight series about the Batman funds, all these rich people getting rich off of the disasters and chaos caused in Gotham by Batman. All of those funds were being routed through the Wayne Corporation to launder the money. And he had no idea. Even though he runs the Wayne Corporation, he had no idea. Because, as he explains to Harley... He was never there. He had no oversight over his own company. He made sure to hire people who would run it well. But he was busy being Batman all night, every night. And during the day, he was busy patching himself up or trading or being at just enough board meetings to show he was still in charge. He never actually ran the company ever since he became Batman. Makes sense. A- and because of that, these people were able to go and like use his funds, his money to create the whole Batman slush fund that, you know, all the fat cats and super villains were living off of, and he just can't stand it. So, he's decided that what he has to do is he has to nuke the whole thing. He's going to have... The only way he can figure out immediately to stop the corporation from... Still using the Wayne Corporation's resources is to immediately dissolve the corporation. What? Whoa! Overreact much? Damn! This, this is crazy. Batman's got this is White Knight Batman. He's overreacting. he overacting his thing. No, oh, okay. Um. Also, on top of that, uh, he's also actually done through the DNA test to prove that he is actually not a blood relative of the original, Wayne. of the original Wayne's. DNA test confirmed that Asriel is the descendant of whoever wrote the words I'm Edward uh, uh, Edward Wayne on the wall that they found. So, and if everything that they know to be true is true, then Asriel is actually the true Wayne descendant and he isn't. And Harley basically explained to him, well, why does it even matter? I mean, that's it doesn't matter. You've always what you tried to protect Gotham. You've always wanted to be a knight. And that's what you've done. And that's when he explains the plan. He's going to have to dissolve Wayne. Tr- and he's going to have to reveal who he is. What? Because otherwise, people are going to keep using Batman and the Wayne Corporation. So he needs to end all of it. All right. Sounds like a salty earth type thing, but okay. That's his plan right now. He's going full you know, nuke it all. Just just end it. End- that's, uh, he's like, Nigma was right the whole time everything has to go or and he says I'll destroy he tells Harley I'll destroy everything and I'll have nothing left and she tells him you'll still have friends you'll still have me as she holds his hand it's like oh come on nope at least nope. it's Good. sane harley not second you know drunken meth addicted cheerleader harley so okay. all right i guess you know she's kind of cool still the harley i can stand is this harley so <laughs> And the original of the animated series, but even then, not as like a person. That's just kind of entertaining. Um. So there's a brief scene where Batman talks with Barbara Gordon. Well, Bruce Wayne talks with Barbara Gordon, who's still kind of salty at him after she got her spine injured. Uh, when Batman refused to kill Azriel. Uh, and he got away. He basically tells him. Explains to her how he's feeling about his, her father's death, Christopher Gordon, how responsible he feels, and kind of tells her the plan as she tells him it's a bad idea. He's like, Well, I have to. And she's like, Well, whatever. <laughs> Basically, everyone's telling him this is a bad idea. Because it is. It's a horrible idea. But what's funny is this actually relates to, like, if you look at the original Batman White Knight series, it ever kept telling him, You're out of control. This is a bad idea. And he'd be like, You know what you're talking about. I'm Batman. Enigma's right. No, he's not. You're one. Just, yeah. And now he's like, damn it. Nigma's right. I must burn everything. It's like, no, you're, you're overreacting. Bro. No, I'm not a
1: Batman. These but, are two yeah. different extremes. Can you chart a middle course Magellan? Can you do that for me? Considering the way that he's, it's consistent how he's written. Bruce, he did ba-
0: Batman slash Bruce Wayne does not do half measures. Who decides oh. my parents were killed in an alley. It's time to dress as a bat and beat the crap out of everyone. He's That's not known right. for half-measures. <laughs> all right. You know, if this guy got into, you know, Warhammer, he'd, he'd you know, be broke. He'd have every miniature that all be freshly painted. That's what this guy... He'd be at the tournaments every other weekend. And he'd still be yelling at them, you know, Redwoods go faster! You know, the... <laughs> I doubt he'd play orcs, though. So he'd be Space Marines all the way. Anyway. So... During a big speech about the current Asriel situation and all the crime we've going on, uh, the new commissioner, uh, uh, Montoya, basically, she's given the speech and Batman interrupts the transmission going across all of Gotham with old people of Gotham. I'm Batman. Uh, he actually has a very nice speech about for decades, you know, I've been trying to serve you to fight the creature, the, the, the criminals of the night. And I've made a lot of mistakes. It, I, my intention were always true and clear, but uh, he, he knows it can't go on forever. It's clear to me now that the era of Batman was come to an end. Wearing a cape was a simple era. was a simple idea, born of a simpler time. First thought, I just wanted to help fight the bad guys. But over the years, things have gotten more and more complicated. It's no longer a childish game of cops and robbers. It's serial killers, monsters, and super criminals. When I started all of this all out. All you need to catch was a rope and handcuffs. But now I'm a one man army who does as much damage to, to you as any of them. I used to be a hero of the Golden Age, but now I'm a villain. And that's what Jack Napier beat that's how Jack Napier beat me. By saying what I was afraid to admit. That's why I'm supporting the Napier Initiative. Being Batman means that whatever Gotham needs me to be and that's what you all need to know now is the truth. That Batman is really Bruce Wayne. As he reveals it to everyone. I recently learned that the Wayne Empire has been hijacked by those who have corrupted Gotham by most, by the elites. Which makes you complicit in their crimes. Which makes you even more responsible for criminals like Joker and Asriel. So basically that's what I explained. She's dissolving it all. Getting rid so the elites can't use it anymore. Cutting off all the. You guys see, like, members of the elite watching, going, uh, cr- like, getting drunk, like, crap. Starting to take shots, because like, crap. Because they're screwed. Because everything's going to be revealed in all the books, everything. It says, but first, I need a favor. As you're still out there, as soon as the sun goes down, he'll make his move. I can get him, but I don't want anyone else getting hurt. That's why I've asked for all of you to stay off the streets so I can catch him. I'm asking for your forgiveness. I said, i I'm asking you to trust me. As for permission, be Batman one last time. So after that, you know, fast forward to where he's talking with Commissioner Montoya. He's like, you freaking moron. <laughs> yeah. And it's basically like, look, that's, I just, if this does, this has to work. I, if they trust you to be out serious. if not, well, they're going to be the crossfire. And I tried to warn everyone I could. So I know it's a risk. But if the streets are clear, I know they're with me. And once it's over, I'll turn myself in. And Gotham knows above the law, including me. They're like, well, all right, we're with you, Bats. You know, the Gotham task office, the you know, the Batman task force is together. It's like, all right, we'll go with you. He's like, well, all right, basically sets to give him missions and jobs. He's like, okay, what will you do? He's like, I'll be in the Batmobile. Uh, Asher destroyed most of them when he attacked. So there's only one left. And he says, well, that's fine. This one's always my favorite. And it's the Batman 89 Batmobile. Oh. The original Tim Burton one. Mm -hmm. Which I love seeing. You know, it's like, oh, it's awesome. It's the 89 Batmobile. And they're like, it's like, you could, Asriel's Asriel's suit is state of the art. That thing is decades old. Are you nuts? Then he jumps to the Batmobile and says, let's get nuts. Which is a line, you know, from the Batman 89 movie. Of course, you know, the. Of course it has to show the scene of like the rockets flaring out and you, know, screeching out of the parking lot. Uh and there's a moment he has with uh Nightwing. Where Base says, like, look, it's not worth it, Bruce. You won't be able to live with yourself if Batman doesn't kill. Or you won't be able to live with yourself. Because you're talking like he might have to kill Azrael. It's like, you can't do it. You won't be able to live with yourself. If Batman doesn't kill. And he says, Batman's dead. And so is Azrael. There's some pointed looking. As Nightwing looks over to uh, Batgirl they're like, oh crap. Because he's nuts again. But at least better nuts. And the streets of Gotham are empty. Everyone's cleared out. They've given Batman his one chance. His chance to be Batman one last time. Uh... There's some nice shots to say, like, Batman, come in! The police say. And they so they attract Ezreal. He's on his way, and he rushes through the streets of the Batmobile, and that's where it ends. As he rushes right. to confront Ezreal one last time. So! An interesting book. Lots happens. Uh, you kind of wonder, they pretty much can't be any more White Knight series after this, really. Nope, this is it. <laughs> Someone out taking their crazy pills. Yes, Sheriff! Sure uh, Bruce Wayne is not a stable individual. In this series, but uh, even in the original uh, White Knight series, Batman was started out as the villain in that series, <laughs> and it shows he's not—he doesn't do anything by half. He always goes in whole hog, whether it's sane or not. Um, he is very much the counterfoil to Joker, uh, where neither of them are sane, but one is. Kind of
1: better for you. At least yeah, they're on that- different ends of the insanity spectrum. Yes,
0: whereas Joker actually actively wouldn't mind killing a bunch of people. Batman's opposed to that. That's that's like the the line. Uh, but it's a very interesting. I actually like the way the characters go out. We actually saw like at the end of White Knight, at the beginning of the series, Bruce Wayne, Batman had kind of calmed down, and kind of accepted the way things were. It's like oh crap. And in this series, the more he's learned about the past and how he's been used, his corporation's been used, everything's falling apart. You see him kind of like fray very slowly going back to this extreme. So it's actually been a really nicely done character arc. I don't want him to be crazy Batman. I'd rather he use you more. Back to being sane Batman. Saner. And who dresses up like a bat and punches the guys in to the face and isn't exactly going to be sane. How do I rate this run? Curse White Knight compared to the old White Knight. Uh, White Knight's better. Uh, Right now, I, this series isn't done, but at this point in White Knight, I was way more into it. Joker took to me crazy Yes. Uh, I really loved the Jack Napier-Joker dynamic they had in White Knight. It was very interesting the way all that played out. This took a... This, we're at issue seven. It took like four issues for this to get interesting. It was a really long run-up. And it says that has been pretty interesting. And especially like the way Sean Bruce is writing the characters Uh, it's very character driven and I've really enjoyed that I like the way the art is kind of stark in the way it shows things the colors are muted Uh, gives a great conveyance of emotion it's a really neat series it's not something you could give to like a five-year-old They're like "Yay, Batman but this is different for a more adult viewer that's why it has the DC black label on it for gosh sake uh, it's enjoyable. It's crazy. I really liked this. I really liked this issue. Just by the whole Batman is taking his whole, no have no half measures, eff it, burn it all to the ground. I don't care. It's like, oh, oh, it's like, you uh, know, it's like the old joke about the guy who's captured by the cannibals. You ever heard that joke, Ethan? Dog? No. All right. So three explorers go to the jungle. They're captured by cannibals, okay. right? And they tell the guys, okay, we're going to kill you, Nietzsche. That's how it is. But we'll actually, you'll give you a choice of how you want to die, right? Okay. So they go to the first guy. Yeah. You know, usually people put in nationalities. They go to the first guy. He's British. Like, how do you want to die? He's like, hands me my pistol. They give his pistol. and he says, for the queen. And he blows his brain out. Like, all right, that was quick and easy. So they go to the next guy who's, I don't know, Canadian or something. They're like, well, how do you want to die? He's like, he's like, well, hand me my sword. And it's like, he goes, you know, for the empire. And he, you know, cuts his own throat and falls to the ground bleeding and dies. Wow. Oh, yeah, I forgot a key element. Uh, basically, Campbell saying, okay, we're going to kill you. We're going to take your skin and turn into canoes. We're going to eat the rest of you. Right? So you're going to skin them turns leather, make canoes out of their skin and eat them. Right? Mm-hmm. And so the American says, I want a fork. And they're like, alright. So they have a fork, he starts stabbing himself all over it and says, there's your canoe, pal! There's your canoe! <laughs> and right now, nice. Batman's yelling, there's your canoe. Right. So, I, I g- messed that joke up pretty bad. But that's the general joke. You know, I get of it. it. I get yeah. it. He's like, yeah. screw you. You know, uh, you know, I might have to light myself on fire and give you a hug, but you're going down. And that's what he's doing. Would have said old age.
1: They would just starve you to death, Harris. And how's that stop them from making a canoe out of you? Well, the older you get, the thinner your skin gets. It's going to be a really shitty canoe. Yeah, they'll just kill you when you're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> your age was up.
0: Serious, it's being clever. That is kind of clever. Anyway. So it's a good book. I like it. I like the character arcs. The art works really well for what's going on in it. Uh, it is a very nuanced book. But it took a long time to get anywhere for it actually to be like interesting. <laughs> that and White Knight was interesting really quick. I wasn't really with it at the time. I was like, why is this why is Batman crazy? But it, there was action right away. This book it took a long time to be interesting at all. That's just main flaw. But it's ramped up, it's been good. So I'll actually give this, because I really liked it four and a half stars. Wow. Not five, it needs work. But mm. I really, really like the character arc. I what the place where Bruce Wayne is at, where he's like, you know, F it all. I can see why he's there. He's lost so much. I Gordon died because he was sticking to his principles. And he has at Asriel has tried to show him to show Bruce Wayne ever. He's been wrong. His whole life. principally principles, He's stuck to a wrong. And Bruce Wayne has actually accepted that. And he's actually still trying to be the hero, trying to be the white knight. Even if that means immolating himself, he'll do it. Um. So, yeah, it's been a very interesting book. I really liked this issue. A lot of surprises. It gets a half start just for having the 89 Batmobile in it. You know, (laughs) I had such a big like, yes, you know, he doesn't do anything. It would drive around a bit, but I love seeing it. Uh, So great book. Batman, Chris White, number seven, four and a half stars. Uh, Highly recommended. Oh, and also I want to say, since I got Mm -hmm. people here right now, the uh, Black Cat series, which I've been super fond of, the first like 10 issues have been put into a trade paperback. So you can get that now. Oh, good. Yeah, it's like 15, 20 bucks, I think. So, definitely worth it. Black Cat's a great series. Check that out. So, what are your thoughts of this segment? What are your thoughts on Batman, Curse the White Knight, number 7? Is there a comic book or series you would like me to review? Let me know, because I like reviewing things. And if you find these reviews helpful, tell your friends. Tell the people. If you think I suck, tell your friends. So they can watch the to see how much I suck, too. I'll take the views. I'll take the hate viewing. I will take it. I will be your new hate dumpster. Let me know. And that's fine. Give me the red lightsaber. I'm ready. Subscribe. To least, that sounded dirty. I'm not ready for that. A little that. bit. Yeah, oh. that was a little weird. You are bad. You're a bad person, God. Mr. Heathen Dog. Subscribe God, to Legion with anime, comics, and games. Be a Legionnaire.
1: It's out for the Follower Giveaway! Yay! 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 Robo Thorium. Everyone except Raven's Lair can enter. Oh, that's not cool. That's where I remember. Okay, we're starting the giveaway! Exclamation point, robot, to enter. Uh, let's wait for the but let's wait for the streamlabs to say it. There it is. There it is. Exclamation, Exclamation point, point, robot.
0: Robot. robot. Well, seventy three was too enter. early. There you go. What? X thirty three robot. Streamlabs is now slow when it's on Twitch. Yes, it is. We have no control of that. Ah, what else? 33 is in. Everyone else enter. Sherris is in. Sure, Woo! x Robot, everyone who's watching. This is our only giveaway. Even Raven's
1: Lair. God, Come on, Raven's whatever. Lair. We're whatever. Even you. You can enter
0: too. Battle has no control. None! No control None. at all. Come on, Valdehar, join. Everyone join for Robothorium. It's a fun game.
1: If I win, I give it to Ravenslayer. Oh, aren't oh, you nice? That's oh. nice. Never. Never.
0: <laughs> that means you can't win on it.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean what? Oh, Valdehart owns and it I... already. Oh, I see. And remember, exclamation point robots, everyone. Come on, get in there. Not Gobot. Gobot. <laughs> oh, poor Gobots! It's not their fault they sucked. Uh,
1: well, it well, yeah. It, it is actually. Yeah, game. they they yeah. The cartoon was bad. They had a bad. The cartoon. toys were worse. They had bad toys too. Oh yeah, but the to- Gobots I came actually, out
0: first, though.
1: The, here's the thing, though. Uh, compared to Transformers, the 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 Gobot toys were not only simple. They were really poorly made, broke, like, if you breathed on them wrong. The paint was awful. Well, they were mainly plastic. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were, that's why, like I said, they were poorly constructed pieces of garbage. They were little. The Transformers were big, usually. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They they were much smaller. They they were like the uh, the McDonald's toy equivalent to a Transformer. That's what, that's what they were. It was awful.
0: Yeah. Yep. Separate toy lines.
1: I remember I remember the show, but I don't remember the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, same thing.
0: It wasn't interesting. Yeah. I remember yeah. seeing a couple episodes, always being like, "eh, eh." Had that kid on the scooter, something like that, yeah. Or was that mask? No, no, it talked. So it had to be nope. GoBots. Yep,
1: mask was completely different. Mask was completely.
0: They're still talk about there a mask movie being made. Why? What?
1: Yeah, I'm getting oh, buffering shoot. issues too.
0: Yeah, it looks like my internet just turned to zero. Yeah, it says unstable. We're internet right is now. unstable, people. My internet has gone right to hell. What time well, is it? Well it's a good thing
1: it's it's in between segments. Yeah. God, why is my internet so
0: bad? Everyone's in bed. No one's using the internet right now. Not in my house. Wow, it's real bad. I say we ended here. <laughs> my internet has just gone to hell.
1: could ride it out maybe
0: yeah i'm at zero percent i know
1: i know i'm surprised we have this connection well this is a this is a kilobit. oh actually no no it's got to be a little higher yeah like a video. half a yeah half a meg connection yeah so but it it's, doesn't take a whole lot
0: yeah i'm streaming at zero kilobits a oh, second network error Burr. yep Yeah, I got nothing.
1: We haven't disconnected, though.
0: I have to reset my router. This is freaking weird. This is like, what? Last week, it didn't act up. No. But the week before.
1: Yes, it was bad. What the hell?
0: Because no one's using the Internet right now but me.
1: What uh, service do you have?
0: Cox, the only service in town. Mm. At least in my area. Mm. There, now it's shot back up. Maybe that was it, maybe it's had a dip.
1: It still says it's a little weird, but it looks like it's stabilizing.
0: Give it a little bit of time. I have thousands of dropped frames. Thousands.
1: We have 12 people. They're all like, you suck. It's working now, yay! We're way behind though. We're like twenty seconds behind, but that'll that should clear up.
0: Remember, everyone, exclamation point, robot, robot, robot. That's
1: gonna point, squeaky chair.
0: Yeah, my chair is squeaky. That's all right. All right, all right, let's do this. It is now time for the Legion of Myth RNG, where we talk about random subjects. So, remember, if you like random subjects, be sure to like and subscribe. Because this week we are talking about Atelier Riza Ever Darkness and the Secret Hideout. Ah, uh, anime, JRPGs. It's uh par- pastel, beautiful. It is uh, yeah. part of the Atelier series. The Atelier series is a long-running series of JRPGs um, made by Gust. Uh, I think Koei Tecmo might be producing it. It's uh, you could almost say it's an RPG series aimed at girls, kind of. Everything is very pretty, mm-hmm. um, especially previous games were very pretty. Almost had a Victorian sensibility with the styles, like anime Victorian, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, interesting game. Uh, this one is a little different than the others. It follows a new character uh, named uh, Riza. Rizlan Stout is her name. And she is of different proportions than other characters in these this series. She has more of an island <laughs> aesthetic. Proportions um, how? I'll let you let you decide for yourself what that means when I say proportions. Um They've been going they're good the, they're going for a wider demographic uh for this game. This has been the best selling of any of the Atelier games. I wonder why. The Atelier games the proportions. I I definitely <laughs> think that's part of it. Um, she is, as the in modern parlance, uh, thick with two C's, as the kids say. Oof! All right. Um, yeah, that hurt me to say. Yep. The Ravenslayer fell asleep. That's okay. But you're in Ravenslayer, the uh, the giveaway. So basically, the Atelier games have a heavy focus on crafting. Atelier is a workshop where you craft things. Uh, and Different series of the Atelier games have different methods of crafting. Like the last series had like a Tetris mini game you would play. This one does okay. not. Uh, there's combat. This one has a more action. Co- it's not really. It's a it's an action turn based system. Uh, it's a very interesting combat mechanics actually. It's a fun system to play. When you first get into it, it's just chaotic. You don't know what's going on. You're getting attacked. Like ah, oh, what do I do? Whose turn is it? And it this game loves to throw up information at you it's like oh i just got my pot i can find a craft things with alchemy
1: blah here's 10 pages of information <laughs> and you must read it all or fail
0: right exactly like why well, don't you yeah. understand after i'm reading that it's actually not bad you just start playing around and you figure out how the crafting works uh same with the combat it throws up at you how to do combat and after not too long, you figure out how it works, how the combos work. Uh, when up in the left corner, you see someone says, use your items. Use an item. And then after you use the item, they'll do a special move after it. So they help each other out. You know, you figure it out. Okay. Like in this image, you can see one person says do fire damage. One says use your items. If you throw a bomb, that does both. So they'll both do the special ac- special actions. Oh, so, you okay. know, you figure stuff like that out. Um. So the game's interesting. It looks real nice, even on the Switch. Uh, A lot of JRPGs, the focus starts out with, you know, save the cat. It ends with kill God,
1: you know. Yeah. A large, a large dissonance between the beginning and end. Right.
0: This game, the stakes aren't that high. It kind of starts with your buddies help out some people. And the end game is kind of like you're saving your island, your little town on your little island. Because that could affect everyone. As far as you know, it's just your island but the main story is actually about the friendship between the three main well, for the four main characters and a sub, couple of sub-characters, and they're coming to terms with their pasts, and so it's actually more character-driven. It's fun. And the game works really nicely. And it's a fun game. However, like I said, it does love throwing stuff at you, and the crafting, it loves, like after you figured out how to craft, and you're like, yeah, yeah I figured this out. It goes, oh, now you have to do this. Now you have to reforge items. Like, wait, that's more crafting. And then do this. It's it actually layering the crafting on it. And crafting unlocks recipes for other craft. It, it becomes kind of a pain in the butt. Especially the more advanced recipes, which other crafted items. You can't just go to the advanced recipe and say, hey, I want to craft the, uh, the Electrum and Gold... Which would just be gold, gold and silver. Uh, Benoit balls of doom. You can't do that. You have to go back and first you have to craft the electron plating and the ball and the bells. You have to make everything first.
1: Oh, okay. No, I, I get it. Uh, unlike unlike Empyrean, where if you have the advanced constructor, it will make all of the right. all of the construct items you need to construct to make the base to make this item. It'll make that right. all in the background for you. Right. No, you have to do this all yourself.
0: Okay. But all your crafted items can have certain attributes, uh, ice damage, poison damage, resistances, buff, speed. And And that all adds up. That all adds up. So it actually, it's annoying, but if you want to get really granular and make sure your weapon has certain levels of certain buffs at the very end, when you're crafting everything before it, you can be very sure to make sure you get the exact right buffs you want on the crafted items, which then go to that, which the items then transfer over to augment the buffs you're going to craft into it. So it's a very deep system, maybe too deep, but it's an Atelier game. The focus kind of is on crafting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But the, also there's a lot of combat, which kind of comes to the problem of the game, which is it's to me, it's pacing. Like you're running around the world, you're fighting bad guys, you're beating up stuff, you're collecting items. And then next thing you're told, oh, you can't progress until you craft the moonstone dust. Like, okay. Well, crap. To craft the moonstone dust, I need this, and I need that, and I need the special mushrooms. And so you start scavenger hunting all around. Maybe I missed something. Like, oh, I actually need that sub-recipe from the ice bomb for some reason. And you start going through all that stuff. Mm. And so whatever motivation you had for doing yeah. the main quest, you
1: have to stop. Right, right. You lo- yeah, you lost all of your momentum.
0: Right, and yeah. then just to kind of get into crafting. You're doing all this stuff, and then it's like, wait, I can't build anything more. I can't. Oh, because I need this one item, and you search everywhere, and you can't find it. Like, okay, you hit up a guide, and you can't get that item until you progress the quest more. It's like, well, crap. So you go back to the main quest, and you're beating up cute animals and taking their teeth, and. Mm. And you're going back to that until and the story starts developing and you find about the doom of the Clint Empire. Like, oh, no. Well, that happened to us, too. Wait. Start crafting. It's like, wait. Mm-hmm. But I was just. But I, I need to save the mayor's son, who's my old friend, who we go, were estranged to from. But now we're no. confronting our feelings. But before I I need to go craft dream powder now. So, all right. No crafting. Go now. It's like, oh no, he's in peril to the other world. Well, he's gonna wait three days, cause I gotta craft. And oh crap, I need a sapling. They can only be found on the volcano. Well, I'm gonna run to the volcano, and get some saplings. Uh, I guess he'll be okay. And that's part of the problem. It's like there's storyline-wise, they're telling you there's great danger. He could die at any minute. But it makes you wait like four days. Yeah, but I'm gonna be spending crafting. four days of game time crafting. Yeah. It's like, well, that guy better be pretty hardy, cause. Uh, <laughs> Because that's what I'm doing. I'm crafting. Because I have to. Because I need this to get to that. Or it's just one of those like, oh man, I got owned in that last fight. I need to make sure I upgrade all my gear. That's a lot of crafting. Because like I said, I gotta make all the beginning gear to get the end gear, to get the buffs on it. Then I gotta reforge it. And then I gotta improve it by adding the gems. And while you can be fun to get into that, it breaks up the pace of the game. Yeah, I've actually quit this game twice. I've take the cart out of my Switch, put it away, and said, screw this. And I go to bed. And the next day, I go to play like the game I put in, like uh, Astral Chain or something. I'm going to start Astral Chain. I'm going to... You know what? Okay, I'm over that new crafting thing I have to do. Let me just do it. And then I get back in the game. And I've done that twice now. Where I've quit because I'm just sick of all the crafting. Or like I don't feel connected because the pacing keeps breaking it. But then I give myself a little time, I get over it, and I get back in, and I start having fun again. But the pacing keeps breaking. And that's part of the problem. This, the, Both uh, things you do are fun. The combat is fun. I really enjoy the storyline. I enjoy the way the characters come together. We start finding out their past together. Uh, there's really nice growth in there, which is, honestly is what you want from a JRPG. Yes, part power fantasies, you get more powerful, but also you want to see the characters come together. You want to see them overcome past trauma. You want to see the story. And that this game does a great job with that. The story starts out, honestly, pretty damn boring. But it gets interesting. And you see the way the characters come together and the, with the effect they have on other people. And it's really nice. But the pacing is so wonky between the, the super fast combat, because it's fast. The combat moves fast. And the super slow crafting. Hmm. Which crafting has to be slow. You don't want it's like, Oh God, I got to catch all the items with, the, with my baskets. They fall. You know, you don't want any stupid minigame like that. I like the pace of the crafting so you can take your time and consider and make sure you're making exactly what you want. But it feels so at odds with everything else you're doing in the game. That it just, to me, suffers from real pacing issues. Especially when there are literal times in the game where, like, you go and you say, Okay, I recovered this boy who was injured. Oh, he's okay. We dropped him off. We'll have to see if he gets better. And your quest log will say, wait two days and come back. That's in game time, not real time. So it's like, so for two days, I guess I'm crafting. Which you can easily spend two in game days crafting. Or you could just go and sleep for two days. Or you're going to go and gather materials for two days. like, well, you know, I don't have any quests, so I guess I'll just grind and craft. And it's a purposely not progressing. It's saying, all right, sit back and chill out. Which in a way is nice because it's not fo- like not forcing you along, but also, like I said, it breaks the pace. It tells you to stop and sit down too many times. It's like trying to run a marathon. Well, it's a marathon. So I was trying to run a mile and every few hundred feet, they're like, okay, let's sit down, stop. Let's talk. Let's have a cup of tea. I'm like, wait, but I don't want a cup. No, we're gonna have a cup of tea. Maybe put together a little Lego house. That was nice. All right, run, run, damn you, run, run. All right, stop. Let's sit down. You want some toast? You know. It, uh, so it's jarring. It's yeah. jarring, and both things both things are good, but somehow it's like to me missing the connection. I like the game that, the way the game looks. I like the characters. It's pretty fun. It's a good game. It's the best selling Telly game for a reason. And I think that maybe it might just be me where the pacing kind of breaks it. I've heard a couple other people complain about it because everything works for me with this game except the pacing. So I don't say it's a good game. I really enjoy it. I would recommend it, actually. Um, It's actually a pretty good starting RPG. Especially if you have someone who loves crafting stuff, or you think they would, would enjoy that system. Because you can spend almost all your time just crafting. But then you'll never progress the story. But if that's all you want to do, you can do it. And then overpower yourself. These, but your power levels crafting and combat-wise are also other than the gear you get, totally unrelated. You can be level 50 crafting and level 3 fighting, and you'll be useless on the field. Because you're not allowed to equip anything like, you could make something super powerful and not be allowed to equip it yet. Mm. Like, any gear you equip is based on your dexterity stat. The only way to raise your dexterity stat is by leveling. Sure. So they might as well just said like, your level limits what you can put on, but they actually put a dexterity for some reason. Um, so, it's... Uh... Like I said, great. Mixed bag. It's yeah. a mixed bag. It's a, it's like two really good games that they went, you know, like bubblegum and peanuts. Hell yeah! And they put it together. And I was like, wait, oh. that's not good together. Well, peanut butter, bubblegum. You're crazy. Then uh. so you kind of chewing like, well, it, it has its moments, you know. But so it's definitely not chocolate and peanut butter. Mm. It's like two systems kind of at odds, but they're both good systems. And like I said, I've gotten frustrated with the play I've, I've pulled it out of the system and put it away twice. And both times I went back and started playing it again and it had fun. So, I get it. I'm not saying the story's great. I'm saying it's fun. I'm not saying anything's I deep. I'm saying it's fun. I got it. It's not saying it's. it's I'm not the graphics quality's not going to beat Final Fantasy 15. But it's fun. Copy. So in the end, Tell you yeah Risa. Ever darkness, And this what's wrong with peanut... Now I didn't say peanut butter and bubble gum. I said peanuts and bubble gum. Yeah. If you don't know what's wrong with that, try it. <laughs> it's not great. It's not pleasant. Uh, So in the end, I'm going to give it three and a half stars. I like it. It's a fun game. Maybe you'll love it. A lot of people do. Um, it's on Steam. And I've seen some of the mods for it on Steam for the PC version. Better graphics, better frame rates, better you mess with the character models a little bit. Um, so yeah, it's a fun game. I would recommend it to anyone who likes it. Of course, you wouldn't know you like like to play it. Yeah. Atelier Ryza. Everdark's a secret hideout. Of course, then you asked me, Carthen what could be done to fix the pacing? What could be done?
1: That sounds easy enough. I mean, uh, revamp the... Uh the uh, uh, crafting system, well, so you don't have to craft every single ingredient. Right, that'd th- be easy. Things I would
0: changes I would make if I had yeah. like all encompassing power, is I would either. Well, I'd like to change the crafting system so I could do that. That'd be nice. But mm. also, I would like it, like change the crafting system so I could say, I want to make this item, and then choose like I want to have these abilities. Because the game could figure out, can I make, what could, abilities could I give it? And mm-hmm. Say, I want this. And they could say, great, and then make it. And then yeah. eat up whatever resources that would take instead of making me figure it all out. Right. Or make. Uh, it's on Steam, it's on Switch, and it's on PS4. Uh, what else? three and shares. Everything, all the modern systems except the Xbox, because. Almost all games are for every system except the Xbox One. Yeah, I said it. Uh, or make the combat purely turn-based. And that would slow down the combat so it wouldn't feel as jarring compared to how oh, you slow down I for the crafting. I get it. I get it. It would yeah. make the combat seem more methodical, more thoughtful. Uh, you wouldn't have to make as so many fast decisions.
1: But it would match
0: it would with match the rest the of crafting. the system. Right. right. So it wouldn't be as jarring a change. And that would work really nicely, too. Actually do both those things, and I think it'd be a fantastic game. Uh, For some reason, a lot of game publishers of RPGs right now almost feel allergic to turn-based combat, which is insane. Uh, Final Fantasy hasn't done turn-based combat since 9, which is insane because their most loved games all had turn-based combat. Mm -hmm. Uh, When they released Bravely Default on the 3DS... It had turn-based combat. And they expected that, you know, whatever, we'll release it. And then it was their best-selling 3DS game in North America. And they actually had to rethink things. Like, oh, Americans will play turn-based combat. Huh. Of course, they didn't change things for the Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is apparently still real-time combat, with a t- with a turn-based option, they say. Which, you know, what option I'm going to take. Uh, turn-based. So... That, those would be my suggestions for any changes. And I know they're going to do that immediately. Because I said so. Uh, but it's a fun game. And if you're looking for a nice RPG. That won't demand that you play it for 40 hours a week. Uh, in order to get any progress. This this could be your bag. Atelier Riza, And let me tell you. Character models. Like I said. Ryza's not hard on the eyes. Which. Uh, you know. I think in a lot of ways helped it sell. Because. The other Atelier games, if you look at the covers for them, they look like they're made for little girls. And they're not. They're some pretty hardcore crafting games. Um, But a lot of those have turn-based combat as well. Mm -hmm. So that's it for the RNG this week. We hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed my little review of Atelier Ryza. And if you didn't enjoy it, that's that's fine. That's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. Fine. Sure. I'll, I'll cry myself to sleep later. Oh, God. But that's fine. Uh, your bad reviews are why I drink. Well, you and about Bal- that and Baldhar. Yep. So what do you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on Atelier Rise? Let me know if you've played through it. What are your thoughts on it? Do you agree with me that it just too much of a distance there? The pacing breaks. Do you, do you agree that you quit twice as well? And then like the next day we're like, well, damn it. And you went back in and started playing. If you like these random segments, Make sure to like and share this video with us. Do you want more reviews of other RPGs and stuff? We can give you that. We can do that for you. Subscribe to Legion of Myth, anime, comics, and games. Be a Legionnaire.
1: And let's pick a winner. All right. Well, because of the drastic uh, time difference now, because it's like 30 seconds between when we say something and when it appears on stream. So we're, we're, we're going to give a little bit of time. Exclamation point robot. For those of you who want to enter, who have not entered yet. Can be there. You got we got more people than than here than have entered, so. And Baldhar doesn't count. So there's that.
0: Uh Sherris loves me.
1: Sherus loves you. Why does Sherris love you?
0: He says we love you, Garthon. We don't know about the other host.
1: Oh. Accurate. Oh look, Sherris can't win anymore. Oh, Oops. Oh, you were <laughs> oh, accidentally deleted from How the, did the that entry. happen? How did that happen?
0: That's crazy. Ex- exclamation point robot to enter. Yes. Give you like 20 seconds because we know there's a delay because I had internet issues.
1: Yep. Oh, now it's now the 1st it says. What's the 1st? It, it's it's 11:02 p.m., but my watch says it's March 1st. Oh. The clocks haven't changed yet, have they? No. Huh. No, my watch did. The computer oh, hasn't. Oh, okay. But my watch has said F it. I'm tired of this leap day crap. This is dumb.
0: Mar Hawkman has entered.
1: Yay, Mar Hawkman. Alright, anyone else? This is gonna be five. Four by the time you it doesn't matter. By the time you hear this, it's over. So we're gonna close entries and we're gonna pick a winner. Who's it gonna be? Who do you think? Who you thinks is going to win? Uh, I think Sheriff's. Sheriff's going to win. Okay, we'll find out. Baldahar is the winner. now. I, I was going to say Baldahar. Damn. Baldahar already said that he owns the game, so I will allow this one more time for Baldahar <laughs> this to says, re-roll. are you kidding me? I should have chosen Baldahar. Allow,
0: then he wouldn't win.
1: I will allow it one more time for Baldahar to say re-roll.
0: Like, don't you? He's like, yes, he owes it. He was doing it it for fun.
1: Yeah. Okay. We're gonna re-roll. We're gonna pick it again. So, you, you are you still stick with shares? Uh, I am now gonna say what else? Seventy-three. What else? Seventy-three. Okay. Let's hit it. Mar Hawkman. Oh, Mar Hawkman wins. Mar Hawkman wins, wins the day. Congratulations, Mar Hawkman. You have won. Congratulations, Mar Hawkman. Outstanding. See, I don't want to good, pick good, anyone because that
0: they're not gonna win. If I picked them. that's like the pretty come, much like, yeah, it's like the finger zero. of death.
1: Exactly, you're not. You're just boom. You're goose egg. I just need to pick Baldhar every time. There you go. <laughs> you'll, you'll be right half the time.
0: <laughs> at least half. I'll take it. Congratulations. Yeah. We hope you enjoy Mark Robothorium Thorium in good health and good times. And remember, next time, seventh of March, twenty twenty, at eight p.m. Central, start spreading those news, kids. Cause remember to share the video. Remember to do that. We're going to talk about Dragon Ball Super Parts 3 and 4. And the claws come out with Black Cat and Wolverine. Rare. Yeah. I wrote that <laughs> down. You did. You don't want to forget comic, comedy gold like that. What else? He says well, he won two boxes worth of stuff last year. He's still lot of luck. That's that true. He be... used all of his luck with the with those books, I think. Yeah, he got like a, that was a couple hundred bucks of stuff. He went yeah. a lot. Yeah. And we'll have a giveaway at Little Witch Academia, Chamber of Time. My kids watched that show. Yes, I reviewed the show. You did review the on show. This,
1: on this program a couple years ago, yeah. yeah.
0: It's an anime an adventure RPG with action. It's very positive. So be looking forward to that. And don't forget, Heather Dog streams, Max Leo streams, the universe streams. Well, no. Just oh. Heather Dog, Max Leo, stream into the universe they crossed the streams. Ooh. elizabeth myth, co stream with subscribers. Deep rock galactic. Danger. Darkness. Dwarves. metal. dun
1: don't 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 It's actually really funny. Uh for for our first stream on Friday, uh, Noro was uh, was playing the first half of it. And she was like, I'm so ugly. Everyone has facial hair. And I'm like, you got to let go of your Japanese preconceptions. <laughs> all right. You got to let go. You're a dwarf now. The women have facial hair. You got to go. Like, I can't do it. And I'm with her. <laughs> so, so
0: she I'm with her. I'm
1: with you, Noro. <laughs> good not <to> handle it. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, we've got all that, that, that cultural influence. That she was just raised in, just couldn't, couldn't look at a dwarf and go, oh, uh, that's okay. No, it sucks. Uh, I can't handle it. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, Deep Rock Galactic right now until the 12th is $14.99. That's right, get that.
0: Streaming schedule Sunday, 9 p.m. That's tomorrow. Lunar Silver Star Tour complete with Garthon. Retro games, good times. Watch me cry. Monday, 11 a.m., is Seven Days to Die at 8 p.m. is Dead by Daylight. That's a fun game to watch. I wish uh, if by Monday was available, I'd be there, but it's not. So oh. there. Poop on me. I mean, yeah, what? poop on me indeed. Wednesday, 11 a.m., 7 days to die. Thursday, 8.30 p.m., Dead by Daylight with Heath the Dog and Garthon and subscribers. Friday at 11 a.m., Deep Rock Galactic. That's the team we just talked about. He the Dog, Max Leo, yeah. members, sheriffs. Yeah, me,
1: me and Max will be there. Sheriffs will be there. Most likely, and we have one more room for another subscriber. So first come, first serve, because there's only four people allowed per per uh, group. So and
0: Saturday, 8 p.m. Central. Legion with live stream. Anime, comics, games, reviews, talks, fun times, giveaways. You should be there. Legion with two the Deuce. Wednesday, 11 a.m. Legend of Heroes: Trails to the Sky for the year of the JRPG. Thursday, 11 a.m. is Portal Lights with Max and Noro. And Friday, as we just talked about, I seem to recall talking about. Mm-hmm. Deep Rock Galactic, He the Dog, Max Leo, Sacherous, other people. Be there for that. Good times. Dwarf on Dwarf action. Ooh, don't yeah. want to miss that. So many beers. So much love. So little time. Mm-hmm. Get deep in that ore, baby. Dig deep. <laughs> okay, Dig really.
1: Stop it. Stop it. What? That's too weird too fast. T- so.
0: That should be the name of my autobiography. Too weird, Got too, too, weird fast. too fast. The Garthon story. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Legion with Legion of the Friday channel, anime, comics, games, Heathen Dogs team-ups, Heathen Dogs anime, Heathen Dogs, many other things. Garthon's retro games, Garthon's comic reviews. Legion two the dudes. That's what she's <laughs> Deep Rock is weird and amusing, this Rock. Legion 2 is our second channel. Max Leos is doing the year of the JRPG, playing JRPGs by himself and other games with other people. They're all fun, you should be there for that. Nord's variety streams. Every thousand bits he gets during the stream is a giveaway of a game, so be part of that. Legion Myth on YouTube. Le- YouTube.com slash Nisha Myth. Individual Legion Myth weekly live streaming segments, highlights of video game streams, recorded tabletop RPG videos. Twitter, at Legion of Myth, tweet us, we'll tweet you. Video live stream announcements, giveaway updates, and join our Discord, chat with us, be the first to know when things are happening, and be a f- part of the fun we have there. We talk, we have a good time. You'll like it, you should be part of that. And don't forget to be the coolest kid on your block with the all new Legion of Myth gear. Shop slash Legion of Myth. Thank you so much to our Patreons, to our Twitch subscribers and donators. We really do appreciate you guys. Gary M, Brian H, Sherish, thank you so much. Zahn, cheering the most. Thank you. And gift sub, Zahn, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Jamie Jen, Sean Butts, we appreciate you guys. It's your contributions to keep us going. Keep our game giveaways happening. Uh, We really do appreciate that. Remember, everyone, you have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And have a great Diary Anomaly.